Welcome to the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions, a leading source for interprofessional collaboration to improve health. Useful insights about publishing in this organization's Journal of Allied Health can be found in a top podcast series featuring episodes narrated by its editor, Dr. Thomas Elwood. Listeners not only will obtain valuable information about transformational developments in the wider world of journal publications, but also views on peer review and reasons why manuscripts either are accepted or rejected. So listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to a series of podcasts based on editorials that were published between 2008 and 2020 in the Journal of Allied Health. These items are a companion piece to a book in both print and ebook formats that is entitled From Fish to Philosopher. The editorials represent an effort to convey how the journal continues to evolve from one quarterly issue to the next by reflecting changing sets of circumstances during that time period. The intended audience consists of prospective authors who consider submitting manuscripts to the Journal of Allied Health. They will have an opportunity to learn about some inner workings of this publication. A second group comprises readers and listeners with a broad interest in the universe of professional periodicals who may benefit by learning more about various topics such as open access, impact factors, gender-related issues, predatory journals, and replicability. Episode 13, Fall 2011 Issue, Peer Review in Relation to Allowing Passengers to Fly the Airplane. My editorial for the summer 2011 issue of this journal appeared under the heading of Peer Review, Does It Matter? Somewhat fittingly, the fall issue this year contains an article on the evolution of peer review, which triggered some additional thoughts. To wit, just as automobiles changed city life by helping to create suburbs, and television has affected many aspects of human involvement, such as the timing of athletic contests and political conventions, so is the internet making its distinguishing mark on the world of journal publishing, especially in the realm of peer review. The blogosphere provides a suitable venue for robust discussion about this topic. According to an item appearing on July 19 in the online Inside Higher Ed, when a cadre of international scientific research powerhouses announced in June 2011 that they were teaming up to create a top-shelf, peer-reviewed free journal in the medical and life sciences, it was called a triumph of open access. The initiative was viewed in some quarters as proof that the tide is turning in favor of a once radical movement aimed at cutting through traditional oligarchies and turning scholarly publishing on its head. Somewhat noteworthy may be the fact that PLOS, the Public Library of Science Publications in Medicine and Biology were not mentioned, but they already have been available online since 2003. Upon its release, the announcement of a new free journal subsequently was discussed in the blogosphere. Not too surprisingly, the idea was not deemed to be adequately groundbreaking enough. In this context, it would not do merely to lower barriers to viewing scholarly articles. Instead, academe must lower the barriers to reviewing them. 
A solution would be to develop an app to remove journals from the conventional publishing sphere. Doing so would make it possible to bypass the formal peer review process, taking pre-publication papers and exposing them to a community of users to vote their appraisal. An outcome would be to enable readers to decide which articles deserve appropriate encomia and recognition, rather than delegating the assignment to conoscenti in the guise of journal editors and their hand-picked reviewers. Articles appraised most highly would rise in the list of published items. Thus, at this juncture, it may be worth asking, should passengers fly the airplane? Depending on whom one asks, the response may be in the affirmative. Advocates can argue that the system could be self-regulating. If the community of readers is large enough and sufficiently knowledgeable, information in papers could be checked for accuracy. The most popular submissions would enjoy the most widespread scrutiny. A system could be designed to report any errors. In worst cases, articles could be redacted. A concern on the part of critics might be that open recommendation engines could enable certain articles to receive more visibility for reasons other than quality. But cannot the same risk be said to apply to the traditional method of publishing scholarly papers? Larger does not always equate with better. More reviewers might produce assessments that are shallower. So which is more desirable? Ceding authority to two or three reviewers are opening up the review process to a wider community of interest. Perhaps some blend of the two approaches might work best. Similar in scope to that notion, Faculty of 1000 was created nearly one decade ago. The purpose is to develop layers of assessment on top of the normal peer review process, essentially making the endeavor a post-publication peer review. A volunteer faculty of more than 10,000 individuals who have subject matter expertise in various disciplines, flag papers consider important and assign scores to them. The Journal of Allied Health, since its inception, has adhered to the traditional pattern of article review. Typically, each paper is sent to three reviewers. Because of the broad range of professions subsumed under the rubric of Allied Health, it is not always easy to produce a match between the topic of a paper and the profession of reviewers. That obstacle is compounded in two different, different ways. First, there is a limit over the course of any 12-month period on how many times the same reviewer can be requested to furnish assistance. Second, a reviewer may wait a few weeks before indicating that the timing is bad and someone else should be asked. Occasionally, the someone else will have to come from another profession, particularly when the pool of reviewers for a given discipline is limited in size. Another dilemma nearly falls into the category of heads you win and tails you lose. One reviewer may categorically recommend that an article be rejected. A second reviewer might offer glowing praise, while a third one expresses ambivalence because either major or minor revisions need to be made. Major and minor in these cases tend to be ill-defined terms and are used differently by different reviewers. It is at that illustrious moment in time when the editor must don a thinking cap and make a Solomonic-like decision. Whatever the outcome, the threat always exists that a clamor may arise to the tune of, yes, let passengers fly the airplane. 
Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions at ASAHP.org.